Hi, this is Jane. This is Emma. This is Brooklyn. This is Cheyenne. And we're talking about The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. We have a series of questions here that we are going to answer, and let's just get right into it. Okay, so the first question is, what moments have you have made you like or dislike it? And this is Emma speaking, and I said that even though it's sad, the part where Khalil got shot actually like made me love the book even more. And, like, it just acquired my interest and sort of set the tone for the whole book. And I, I just, I think it shapes it into what it is. This is Brooklyn, and I think one of the best moments in the novel was, like, towards the beginning when Khalil was shot. Because it was very descriptive, and it really made you feel like you were a part of the novel. This is Cheyenne, and then a part in the book, I did a part that I didn't like, which was when Maverick Star's dad was attacked, well, not attacked, but he was, like, patted down and, like, questioned, and, like, they he assumed the worst of, like, of, of a black cop, but he was black, so it kind of just went against what I thought the book was about. Okay. Um... <laughs> okay does, does this book remind you of anything else either in your life or from another book um i said that it reminds me of the author luann rice her book the secret language of sisters left a huge impact on my life and it taught me the importance of family and the severity of regret and what that can do to you this book can easily be connected to many problems in our society Khalil was shot by Brian Cruz Jr., a white cop, because the cop assumed the worst because of his skin color. Unfortunately, this still happens. Okay, so third question, your favorite character? Um, my favorite character is Maverick, which is Star's father. Um, this is because he's just a kind, genuine person. And he's willing to do anything and everything for his family. And he sticks by his morals. And when he makes a mistake, he owns up to it and is willing to change for the better. Mm -hmm. uh, I said I couldn't pick one, so I chose Star's parents. I mean, like, that sounds kind of weird now that I think about it. But um, I just love her parents. They seem like they seem like good people. And just, I mean, they, they like, remind me of, like, two of, like, my personalities and, like, two embodies. In like two bodies. All right. Okay. Well, thoughts on the beginning. Personally, I wasn't too big a fan. I, but that's just purely because I like exposition. The beginning was written in a way, in a good way. It wasn't the writing itself. I kind of, I don't like books where I pick it up and I feel like I picked up in the middle of the book. Like it gave you like no before, which I don't like that much, but some people like that. And like no backstory to it. Yeah, like they just jump right in and it's just like, I don't like it that much. But it was still a good book. Like the beginning was okay. I just would have preferred some more background. I mean, this is it must be. Um, I mean, I think the beginning of the book was actually incredible. Like what it seemed like would be the climax happened in like chapter two. And that just, that made me want to see how the book would come out and like what the ending would be. So... Um, I think that the beginning of the book was very intriguing. It started out at a party, and it was very enticing towards the group of people that it was aimed towards, which were teenagers. 
at all? Okay. Uh, the ending. How did you guys like the ending? Um, honestly, it really confused me when I first read it, and I don't really, like, I still don't completely understand it, if I'm honest. It kind of leaves me wondering what it would really be like to put myself in star shoes and to actually have to go through that. Mm-hmm. So. The ending was probably my favorite part. Like, you look at the book, at least for me, and it was about race and... It was very realistic, so from the beginning, I kind of already knew how it was going to end, and I'm not too big on, oh, I already know how it's going to end, it's not going to be cool. I am okay with knowing how it ends, as long as the way that they get to that point is interesting, and it makes sense. Like, I'm a, I'm more of a realistic book person. Like, I just like realism, and it was very, like, achingly real. And I really like that a lot. I remember you said it was more of like the journey. The journey matters, not the destination. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just liked it a lot. That was okay. And then another question is: if you could meet one character, who would it be, and what would you say to them? And I would choose Seven. And this is because he's just a good kid, and he does the right thing. And he stands up for his family and like he comes in and I would I would ask him why he didn't stand up to Aisha sooner because I feel like that really affected his relationship with Kenya and even like King. I mean not that he liked him really in the first place. Um, this is Cheyenne, and one of the characters that I wanted to meet and talk to was um, the Haley. Haley, because she like her character seemed to be very racist, and she had racist comments towards Star and her other friend Maya, as in that Maya was Asian, mm-hmm. Chinese. so Chinese. So no. And she made a comment saying that if they had cat for <laughs> it's all right, Thanksgiving or not. And then she made a comment towards Star about fried chicken. which, But, like, they never gave her a reason to be racist. She just kind of came out. So I wanna, I wanted to know why she was racist. Kind of sus. Yeah. Alrighty. Just going to move on pacing? Yeah. Okay. So next question is, how, uh, did you like how it was told, the pacing, everything like that? I personally didn't like some of the pacing. I thought that sometimes the author would put in like a small detail and then leave it unresolved until later on in the book. And it made me like confused and question what was going on for a while. Um, I, I, I disagree. I think it was told exactly the way it was supposed to. Um, everything just seemed to kind of fall into the right place and like, like you said, like she would leave little snippets of details like earlier on in the book and then she would bring them back up later and then something you might have previously read would make sense and it would click and I, I liked that about the way she wrote it. Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, are you about to move on to themes? Do we want to do a collective thing now? Yeah. Okay. Let's whip that bad boy out. Okay. So the next question was about a possible theme for the book. So our theme 
for the HEGF was, in order to prevent violent prejudice in our future society, we must speak up for injustice. Okay, uh, I thought that this theme applied really well to the book because there, I'm not, hmm. Yeah, because regardless, you saw Chris speak up for Khalil. It wasn't until after he learned who Khalil was to star, but after that, he did begin to speak up and be like, yeah, that was messed up. And even though they weren't members of the same race, he still was like, that's wrong. We need to talk about this. And I believe it's just really cool when people outside of a certain group advocate because I feel like that makes it mean a lot more. So, like, if you have somebody, like, talking about PTSD or something where they're like, these are the symptoms, this is how we can help, it means a lot more if the person themselves is struggling with PTSD. But if somebody else is advocating, just like, these people are people, I feel like that hits a lot closer because other people are just like, oh, this person treats them like people. I should probably treat them like people. It, start, I, it starts a... Um, Chain reaction. Yes, a chain reaction of empathy, and I think that's really cool. Um, I think that this theme applies because if you don't, like, stand up and, like, say something about racism, it's never going to get better. We've been, like, struggling with racism from the very beginning, and I think if more people stand up and try to stop it, that it will eventually get better. Yeah, I think that racism has become an issue of numbers and i think that if enough numbers were gathered to put up a fight against it that it would like mm-hmm. it would just yeah, kind of begin to yeah because i'm trying to think of the word <laughs> i think i get what you're trying to say like you don't have to be what I'm understanding is like, I don't have to be racist, but because I don't speak up, then yeah. that just makes it worse. Yes. Like you don't have to be racist yourself to allow it to happen. Just because you're not the one saying those things or doing those things does not right. mean that you're helping the situation at all. Like if you don't speak it's out, like against, being a bystander, if you're not against it, you're for it. So like, that's how I see it. Cheyenne. Um, I agree with it. It's just, I think there's a problem with it because everyone's just, everyone has their own, like, belief in their own, like, what they go off <laughs> And, like, some people are just raised and some people like that or some people just have that mindset, which obviously sucks majorly because everyone is the same. Like, we're all people. We're all trying to get through life as crazy as it is for each person. And when racist or like even not even race just like gender you mean homophobia yeah yeah or like just being sexist toward like or prejudice or anything so it just kind of it just kind of sucks because i fear for like races that even though we can get as many people to fight for it it doesn't automatically make like this just because we fight against it doesn't mean it'll go away. Uh, yeah, because, like, it's upsetting to think about it, but I don't think all of these problems are just going to completely just go away. I yeah. just think it'll just be settled enough to where it's not an issue. It'll be less yeah. severe. Yeah, I'd yeah. much rather have it, like, those people that have those thoughts be just, like, 
nobody cares. Everyone has their own opinion, but it doesn't mean you have to express it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we're going to give our rating out of 10 for the book and why we gave it that rating. So I would give, this is Emma, and I would give this book a 10 out of 10. I just, I loved it, and I think that it's a story in a book that everybody should read, whether you have certain opinions or you don't. I think that it needs to be heard and it needs to be shared. I agree with Emma. The Like, what the book's trying to tell you, not even if you read it, but, like, the message this book gives, everyone needs to know and learn in some way, shape, or form. So this book, this book, I give it probably a 10 out of 10, even though there's some parts I wish were different, but, I mean, nothing's perfect. So I kind of like how there were some parts I didn't like because this book is very, very bitter and sometimes very sweet in certain ways. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I would give this book an 8 or 9 out of 10. I don't think that it, like, should be a 10 out of 10 because it's not, like, it's not the perfect book, like Cheyenne said. Um, but, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Um, so... In the book, it told, like, a very important story that needs to be told, and I think that the author did it very well, and even though there were some parts in it that we didn't like, it was still collectively a good book. Yeah. I, this is Jane, I personally would probably give the book, like, an 8 or a 9 out of 10. The plot line, I feel, was very good, like, it seemed straight out of real life, and I think that was the point. And everything surrounding plot and overarching and themes and everything, I think is great. 10 out of 10. My only gripe, really, is with the characters themselves. I feel like the only character, at least personally, that was really flushed out was, like, Star and maybe her mother and her father. But, like, maybe Seven in Kenya? But, like, Chris, I feel like, was just so 2D. Like, his only personality trait was that he was white and he was rich. Like, he doesn't really have any arc or anything. I feel like none of the, like... Yeah, I feel feel like Chris was really undeveloped. Yeah, he was very... They could have had a good static. Like, all of these characters could have had, like, amazing Mm -hmm. arcs. Like, they could have... Maybe some of the beginning would have been changed. Yeah, Yeah, like... They all could have been so more fully developed and you could have been like, oh, these are tan- like these people exist. But instead, the only person that you feel like exists is Star, maybe, because she also kind of feels fairly, I don't want to say paper thin. Like, she's a person, but she seems very common. But I feel like that was the point. Like, that could have happened to anybody. And I think the point was trying to generalize how most people would react to the situation. And I feel like, in general plot lines it was very good I did not like the character development and that's really my only gripe with it oh I I just have a question off my head is there like a storyline like with the character that you would like to see grow of because mine I really wanted to see more of Chris and how that would mm-hmm. went into but I wanted to see I really wanted to see like if I was gonna say like a character that I wanted to see like grow and like spurt it would be seven mm-hmm. because you know, they were talking about how he was, like, going to be the first one to go to college and, like, mm-hmm. get a degree and graduate from high school and, like, do all these things. 
but that's it. Like, mm-hmm. he graduated high school, but, like, they never, like, went any farther into yeah, it. Yeah, and they talked about how he was, like, the tech genius of yeah. the thing. But, like, it's just, like, a throwaway thing. Like, oh, he fixes everybody's computers. We're going to move on from that. Like, you could have taken that and you could have brand with it. Like, maybe. That's what he like, was going to call Star, it for. Yeah, like, Star had her Tumblr account that she posted about. What if he also had one? What if he yeah, could like, have used Yeah, like, what did, did he, like, yeah repost all those like what if he used his platform and if he was really good at it he might have had more followers and he could have spread the message about her and it could have just become so much more of a bigger thing than it was when I feel like the way that they wrote this is kind of just gonna be another name written down which I also feel like was kind of the point but it kind of just it makes you want more yeah and it's frustrating when you don't get it yeah the person that I probably would want to see more developed Aside from Chris, because he was, while he was a very, like, a real person, he was very, like, the kid you just sit next to second bell. Like, you know his personality and you know all that, but, like, you don't know him that well. And right. He's not deep. He's just yeah, very, he's like, surface level. Yes. Like, you look at him and you know everything immediately. You're just like, you're boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. Like, you serve a good purpose, especially in the story, because it kind of made Star realize that, yeah, there are prejudice against African-Americans. But, like, to some degree, white people are also very prejudiced. I'm not saying it's any degree, like, racism or something. But, right. like, races, people of different races are also kind of, will just pair off together. And I don't know why that's a thing. And I could be completely wrong. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. But, like, I don't know. I agree. But I feel like if Chris wasn't in the story, it wouldn't have, like, this very... Yeah, I feel like he was that... I feel like he was that, like, much-needed static character. Like, Mm -hmm. he was that balance Mm -hmm. between, like, the characters of growth... Mm-hmm. And the characters that just stayed where they were at. Yeah, he was a very good, like, standing Borderline. Point. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like he, a lot of the characters just had a lot more potential. I feel like some of them were just backing for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I get it. I'm going on a rant. Whatever. It's fine. All right. <laughs> so, this was our review and answering questions of <laughs> The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. I am Jane. I'm Emma. I'm Cheyenne. I'm Brooklyn. And that's about it. <laughs> that's our podcast. <laughs> Bye.